Let's take a drive down. Let's take a drive down Tanja Avenue. Taz! Bryson! How's that $2,000 stimulus check we were promised hand- help- helping you out? Uh, it's going great, you know? Going great? Um, Definitely yeah. received it? Definitely received definitely it. Definitely received it. Love Only that. one in America who's received it. Yeah, definitely. And that's fucked that's up. because I, really I sucked Biden dick for it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It's crazy it? that I he gave like you... a child, so it works. It's, it's crazy that he gave you $2,000 <laughs> to suck his dick. Yeah. It that's was... like 200 maybe. Yeah, probably. I've never done it before, so I imagine I wouldn't be good at it. But I also have a dick, so I can you know probably... How, yeah, you know yeah, what it needs. I could probably... I could do it. Yeah, you could... Yeah, I've got faith in you, my guy. I think you could Thank suck you. a mean cock. Thank I think you. you could really just go down on one. Um, anyway... <laughs> There was a, so uh, uh, apparently the White House put out a fucking report um, two days ago or something like that, where they said, and keep in mind, it's uh, February 13th right now. Um, basically, they said that a uh, the $1,400 stimulus check should be able to help families with their bills um, <sighs> until July. Are you fucking, oh my god. July. Uh, oh boy. Yeah. Uh, makes sense because rent is definitely yeah. not on average about a thousand dollars. Yeah, definitely. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah. I love that the people we elect definitely understand. Yeah, they're not out of touch normal with things cost. Uh, normal people at all. Literally, it's insane. It's literally insane. Anyways, thank you guys. Uh, I'm Tasman. Bryson, what's your name? Is uh, it my Bryson by chance? Uh, yes, it is. It is Bryson. My name is no, Bryson. Nice. Yeah. Why am I talking like this today? Oh, oh my God. God. I don't know. All right. What so, show are we on? Well, this is... This is... The show... <laughs> This show, this show is Tangent Avenue. It's a show where we bring a new topic every week, spanning the incredibly broad to the incredibly niche, and we tell each other all about it. So, Hell yeah. Wow. I'm going to stop talking like you. that, I promise. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to these episodes. Taz uh, wants to. I, I do, yeah. I see it as your uh, God-given right. And yeah, we I would also thank you. like to apologize, because we're both fucking sick, and it's going great. Uh, radical! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck yeah it's worth like sick as fuck bro <laughs> yeah okay um <laughs> uh and um it's also fucking uh apparently the middle of winter in f- the middle of february yeah i love a bit of february snowfall where we literally have four inches of snow on my deck which means i can't jack off on my deck anymore well you could it'd blend in with the snow no, you're right. All right, I'll give a second. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so because it's so cold out, my heater's on. So if my audio isn't as good as usual, get fucked. Sorry, I'm not freezing my ass off. Uh, and anyways, we also want to thank you guys for tuning in. And go ahead and click that subscribe button wherever you're listening to get notifications whenever. How about you slam that subscribe button? Slam, oh! it, slam it back. And, yeah, yeah, get notifications whenever new episodes come on. Every Wednesday, same time. Every every Wednesday. Mal, you sounded <laughs> you don't really, really need notifications. You sounded but... really like affected by that. Like same time every Wednesday, every fucking Wednesday, same Fuck shit, Wednesdays. different day. <laughs> exactly. Um. So yeah, uh, it's it's pretty pretty cool. We're great um, at this. 
Yeah, we are. Uh, we are. Oh, boy. <laughs> cool. Uh, it's been a while since we've recorded. <laughs> it has been. We it's haven't been recorded like in, weeks. What, four weeks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, t- today was going to be the fourth week because you felt too sick. But then I yeah. I dragged yeah. you out and put you in yeah. front of a microphone and I just kicked the shit out of you until you were ready to record. Yeah, it worked, surprisingly. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we also have a Patreon for you guys to subscribe to. Uh, Tangent Tabletop, our D&D show, is going to be coming out in about a month and a half. Probably the beginning of April. Oh, yeah. And yeah. oh, boy, oh, boy, are you in for a treat. It, oh. Yeah, I just finished writing episode one. Very excited about it. going to be a lot um, of fun. Prepping the have... session for episode one, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. cannot control me, and he would yeah, never that's true. I can control things that are not you and the other players. No, you could control Aaron. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're really excited for that. We also have weekly power hours, uh, which can I literally made a great be map. anything. I made a you great did. map for the yeah. D&D show. Yeah, I love Taz it Taz is a so lazy much. fuck, and he's like, oh, you do the world building. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, kind of. Yeah. What what do you mean kind of? You you did a lot of the world building, but I am fucking it working all up. on a small town. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what I, I made. Thirty six gods, but no, you, you enjoy no your idea. little hamlet. <laughs> okay, hey Taz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of the Heaven's Gate cult? Uh. The only time I've heard of it is when you accidentally sent me a screen cap, including your episode topic. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, that's accurate. Yeah. yeah, I know nothing else about it. Well, like a lovely uh, uh, Tarantino flick, we're going to start at the end here today. Okay. Okay, yeah. Are you going to let me talk? Yeah, you just paused, okay, cool, so cool, I thought cool, cool. I was yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah, respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, cool. so... Uh, on March 26, 1977... Oh, nope. Already wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get back in the flow. <laughs> uh, well, it's hard to be in the flow when you're starting out in the end, my guy. Hey, you're right. Anyway, on March 26, 1997, deputies of the San Diego County Sheriff's Department discovered the bodies of 39 people, 21 women and 18 men of varying ages, in a house in San Diego's suburb of Rancho Santa Fe. Okay. There were no noticeable signs of blood or trauma to the bodies, and they were later revealed to be members of the Heaven's Gate cult. They believed that by committing suicide, they would reach an extra uh, terrestrial place, uh, oh, spacecraft that was hidden behind the Hale-Bopp comet. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Episode over. Goodbye. Boom. All right. But, cool. so I want to talk a little bit about, before we get into like the actual meat of the history here... Okay. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about why this event would have happened. Okay. So the Heaven's Gate cult uh, was very much between like the 60s, 70s, and 80s was when it was uh, rising to prominence. And around okay. that time... So around the satanic panic, too. Yeah, and it, a lot of this is a little bit um, related to the satanic panic, which is a lot of people were becoming... Like, just, like, looking at other forms of spirituality. This is yeah. where we see a lot of things like meditation, free love. You know, Wicca. this is like the uh, big concert. What was that? 
Big what? The big concert in the 1970s. Um, are you talking about Woodstock? So it's like yeah, you know the, the era. I was going to say Woodstock. Burning Man on accident, but that's yeah, like, <laughs> that's in... modern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is basically the era of Woodstock. You know, free love, a lot of hippie shit. So yeah. people are looking at other spiritual avenues away from Christianity. I mean, who can blame them? Yeah, and then you also have. Shit like the Roswell incident and people being obsessed with aliens and Star Trek. Star Trek, very weirdly relevant here. <laughs> um, fuck, that's so good. I love yeah. that cult. Uh, kind of takes everything that we've talked about in the last two months yeah. and just fucks it all up in the ass. Literally, because that's what this is. This is like the culmination of everything that happened in like that 30 year time span <laughs> that's fucking insane i'm yeah. really excited for and this. it all culminates in this moment of like just 39 people fucking dead <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah yeah so we're gonna start with our boy marshall harif uh, uh sorry marshall herf applewhite jr i hate um, that name <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's not great uh uh, born on May 17th, 1931. Uh, he okay. was born in Spur, Texas, with three siblings. Uh, one of his parents was a Presbyterian minister. Uh, he's already doomed. What? Yeah, he's he is, already yeah. fucking doomed. <laughs> yeah. They grew up very religious. Uh, he earned a bachelor's degree in philosophy in 1952 from Austin College, and subsequently. In, yeah, right? Austin College. <laughs> Who names their college Austin? <laughs> right? That's a man's name. Okay. Yeah, just thought I'd bring that up there. I'm, I'm doing a tight five. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and subsequently enrolled in Union Presbyterian Seminary to study theology and hoping to become a minister. Around the same time, he married Anna Pierce, or sorry, Ann Pierce, uh, and they later had two children by the name of Mark and Lane. They will literally never turn up again. <laughs> uh, so early in his seminary studies... He decided to leave the school to pursue a career in music, becoming a music director at the Presbyterian Church in North Carolina. Uh, in 19... Uh, so, and I kind of want to talk about this as well. Okay. The documentary I watched uh, to get a lot of the kind of further information, he is very good at being a music director. He was well-loved in the Presbyterian College that he worked in. Now, he's going to lose that job in just a moment. But, Does he uh, do something uh, anti-Semitic? <laughs> no, this isn't Gina Carano. God damn it. Uh, so in 1954, he was drafted uh, by the United States Army uh, and served in Austria and in New Mexico as a member of the Army Signal Corps. Okay. Uh, when he left the military in 1956, he enrolled in the University of Colorado, where he earned a master's degree in music and focused on musical theater. So he's just getting degree after fucking degree. He's going to get himself third degree burn, man. Yeah. Uh, for a brief, brief period of time, uh, he taught at the University of Alabama, uh, but quickly lost the position after pursuing sexual relationship with a male student. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Surprise okay. homo. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Yeah. Into it. This caused him to separate from his wife when she learned of the affair in 1965, and they divorced about three years later. Good for her. Yeah. How about that? Uh, after leaving the University of Apple, uh, Alabama, Applewhite moved to Houston, Texas in 1965 Apple to teach White. at the university. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad name. <laughs> 
So he moved to Houston uh, to teach at the University of St. Thomas. Again, insane how, like, he is moving all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a common theme with the, like, specific people that we talk about. Yeah, is... they move around a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in Texas, he was briefly openly gay, but also pursued a relationship with a young woman who <laughs> left him okay. under pressure from her family. This all guy's right. all over the place. <laughs> I don't think he knows what he wants. I don't think he does either. I know he's horny, though. Yeah. That's all, that's, that's all we need to know. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so, he resigned from the University of St. Thomas in 1970, citing depression and other emotional problems. Robert Balk and David Taylor, who are social, oh, sociologists <laughs> who studied Applewhite's group, uh, speculate that his departure was prompted by another affair between Applewhite and a student. So he knows what he wants, and what he wants is students. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that never really changes in America. Yeah, who doesn't love a good old student? Yeah. Love that. I love, love that, that for him, and I love that for America. Yeah. Give me an apple, teacher, I guess. I don't know. Anyway. Um, we're going to keep them away, though. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go ahead. No, that's doctors, you fucking moron. Oh, shit. <laughs> Holy shit. I almost didn't catch that. It was so stupid. I'm so glad It you was did. so fucking Fuck. stupid that, like, <laughs> it, like, just went well under my radar. <laughs> Your stupid radar was Apple a day far. keeps professor of music at the Austin, Texas University away. <laughs> uh, I wish it was that simple. <laughs> Those poor students. I know, right? Uh, so, uh, we are going to move away from our boy Apple Boy. Uh, and uh, we're going to talk about Bonnie Lou Nettles, which I think is a great name. <laughs> Nettles. Okay. Uh, it's better than Apple White, yeah. but... Bonnie yeah. Lou, very good. Yeah. Uh, so she was uh, born in August 29th, 1927, and was born and raised in Houston into a Baptist family. <laughs> Same. <laughs> after, after becoming a registered nurse, she married businessman Joseph Siegel Nettles in December 1949, with whom she had four children. Uh, their marriage may remained mostly stable until 1972. Wonder what happened. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. tell you what happened. Um, so our boy, our good man, our great boy, Marshall Herf Applewhite. Okay. When he left, um, due to depression, he, uh, hospitalized himself. Oh, cool. He was very mentally unstable and very depressed. Just so happened to be interned in the same facility that Bonnie Lou Nettles was. Great. Yeah. This is gonna end well. Like, oh, man, our boy... Uh, Herf, which is what I'm gonna refer to him, uh, must just be the Joker to her Harley Quinn, right? I, is it the other right? way around? I hope it it's is, the other way around. It is the other way around. Hell yeah. Because Bonnie Lou Nettles, uh, it is posed in the HBO Max documentary that I watched for this, that Bonnie Lou Nettles likely, uh, manipulated him. Hell and yeah. was, he is often seen as the face of the Heaven's Gate cult, but she is very much, uh, like... The puppet pulling, uh, the puppet yeah. pulling his strings. Yeah, she basically implants in his mind that he's, like, this messi messianic figure, you know? Hey, um, hey, Applewhite, you're a messiah and aliens are coming for us, we want to get in their UFO. 
That's what he. That's what she said. I really hope she just whispered in his ear shit like that yeah. while he was sleeping, and that's where we we get it. Yeah. So, uh, according to the New York Times, their marriage began to deteriorate due to uh, Nettle's belief that a 19th century monk named Brother Francis frequently spoke with her and gave her instructions. Hmm. So she was also very into that New Age religion, very Eastern. She uh, often uh, conducted seances with mediums uh, in order to contact other uh, deceased spirits. Uh, she also studied astrology, seothophy. Uh, oh, okay, I did do that right. And the occult. Cool. Yeah. Uh, in 1972, Nettles went to see multiple fortune tellers who told her that she was soon to meet a mysterious man who was tall with light hair and a fair complexion. This description was fairly close to Applewhite's description. It's, uh, so they met in March of 1972. Again, strange that that's when their marriage started to deteriorate. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, they later became, uh, close friends. Applewhite later recalled that he felt like he had known her for a long time and concluded that they had met in a past life. She told him that their divine meeting had been foretold by uh, extraterrestrials, persuading him that he had a divine assignment. Which <laughs> <laughs> just fucking rules. I love the idea of aliens being divine. <laughs> uh, they're so divine. And I like it explicitly thinking about greys. Like... <laughs> Yo, this little big-headed fuck told me you're a messiah. Ah, I love it. Yeah, man, it's so good. Um, all right. Uh, he also had several visions, including one in which he was told that he was chosen for a role like that of Jesus. Okay. He soon uh, began to live with Nettles, although they cohabitated, their relationship was not a sexual one. Uh, and after she became close with Applewhite, her husband divorced her, and she lost custody of her children. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah yeah it's pretty yeah. sick uh it's kind of interesting so in the documentary uh they actually speak with one of uh bonnie lou nettle's children okay and it was her daughter and she had actually gone with bonnie to a lot of these like seances fortune telling cool and just like you know worked with them that's uh, good and apparently uh the after she left the last the first time she heard from her mother was just like a phone call from Las Vegas <laughs> cuz uh, th uh they they end up traveling quite a lot yeah they opened a bookstore known as the Christian Art Centers uh which carries books from a variety of spiritual backgrounds so i guess they kind of fucked up the name there okay and they also uh, launched a venture known as uh, no place uh, to teach classes on mysticism and theosophy uh, they closed these businesses a short time later. Okay. And then in all February... All this is sounding real good. I know, right? I'm I've, this not is, concerned at all. Again, like, how many years have passed where just, like, fucking uh, 1954, 1956 is when he joined the U U.S. Army, moved to Colorado, 1965, he uh, separated from his wife. Like, big years going on yeah. for everybody here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, on, uh, February 1973, they resolved to travel, uh, to teach others about their beliefs and drove throughout the Southwest and Western U.S. Uh, while traveling, they had little money and occasionally resorted to selling their blood or working on odd jobs for much-needed funds. Were they in a hippie van, by chance? You'd have to assume, right? Yeah. I don't think it was a hippie van. That's I think it was, like, a sedan. Nah. <sighs> That wood panel. Who? Gross. 
right. want the hippie van. All right. <laughs> I'm imagining the hippie van. You know what I want? I want a big, like, uh, panel van. Panel wanna, van? Yeah. Like, uh, like a work van? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, so I, I don't know if you've seen it. kids. But <laughs> Volkswagen, uh, they did an updated version of their bus, like the, the hippie van bus. Mm-hmm. But they did it, like, all electric, and it looks so fucking good. I, it hasn't come to the U.S. as far as my knowledge yet, but it's supposed to sometime soon. Oh. It's a limited run, and fuck, I want it so bad. Get it then, dude. Jesus. <laughs> I think it's, like, $60,000. All right, dude. I'd rather get a Tesla at that point. Do you want to see a picture of uh, Marsh- of uh, Mr. Applewhite? Yeah, I I have a picture in my head of what he looks like, and I'll tell you how close I am. Okay. Oh, sent that to the wrong one. They're going to be fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you send that to? <laughs> None of your business. Honestly, pretty close. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. He's exactly what you expect him to look like. Yeah. yeah. He has a little bit more of a deer in a headlight look than I was anticipating, but... I'm I mean, I'll show you him in it. color. I'll be honest, it's harrowing to see what he looks like in color. Okay. <laughs> the eyes never change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he isn't good. Uh, no. I kind of want to uh, Photoshop him as the Joker. <laughs> like, <laughs> he would make a good Joker. <laughs> he really would. Uh, uh, those eyebrows. <laughs> oh, they're so good. Okay. Uh, uh so yeah, they subsisted, uh, subsisted solely on bread rolls at, uh, times, often camped out, and sometimes did not pay their lodging bills. Uh, which is good. Yeah, fuck yeah. landlords. Yeah. One of their friends from Houston's corresponded with them and accepted their teachings. Uh, they visited her in May 1974, and she became their first convert. So, do they have a name for their religion yet? Not yet, I don't okay. believe. Uh, in August 1974, Applewhite was arrested in Harlingen, Texas, uh, for failing to return a car that he had rented in Missouri, and was extradited to St. Louis uh, and jailed for six months. Uh, at cool. the time, he maintained that he had a divinely uh, he had been divinely authorized to keep the car, which is correct. <laughs> I called yeah, Jesus this morning. Told me I <laughs> yeah. could keep this great car. little fuck with a massive forehead said it was mine, and I'm not going to argue with him. This gray Brendan Yuri, he just told me yeah. I could keep it. He says I write sins and not tragedies. Yeah, so if you're writing sins, I mean that sounds like a you problem. You should probably learn how to close the goddamn door at that point. Absolutely. Anyway, to stop Taz from this nonsense. I can go on. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, go on. I gotta take a drink of water real quick, so if you okay. could go on real quick. Yeah. Um, I can't go on. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you ruined it. You yeah. ruined it, Brazen. Yeah. After Applewhite's release, uh, Nettles and he resolved to contact extraterrestrials, and they sought like-minded followers. I love that. Yep, it's great. Get out of prison, your wife shows up, she's got her uh, tinfoil hat on, and she says, I got a phone number for you. Uh, Uh, They published advertisements for meetings uh, where they recruited disciples who they called crew. Uh, At the events, uh, they uh, 
purported to uh, represent beings from another planet, the next level. Okay. Yep. Dope. Yeah. Cool, All's cool, good. Cool. All's good. The next level. Uh, who <laughs> thought to uh, uh, who sought participants for an experiment? They claimed uh, that those who agreed to take part in the experiment would be brought to a higher evolutionary <sighs> level, which is the Greys. Yeah. They would all look like the Greys. Yeah. Nettles and he preferred to themselves as Guinea and Pig. Uh, Applewhite <laughs> described his role as lab instructor and served as the primary speaker, while Nettles occasionally interjected clarifying remarks or corrections. The two seldom personally spoke with attendees and only taking phone numbers with which they could contact them. So. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because I, uh, there is a theory that uh, greys are just humans from the future, and that's what will evolve I've into. heard that, too. I've seen yeah. that weird Facebook video that people share that's like, this is real video of the things that happened. Uh, I don't think I've that? seen that video. It's I've real dumb. read about it's... the theory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tell us more about that theory, though. Um, yeah. Uh, there's that Do a theory. full episode on it, if you could. Yeah, we'll just do a hard swerve. And hard pivot, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that is a theory. So uh, I'm curious as if that came before or after Heaven's Gate. I know I came after Heaven's Gate. Yeah, you weren't born yet, so yeah. makes sense. No, specifically came. Oh. Okay. Alright, yeah. So do you have any more questions about uh about my cum? Or are we ready? Um yeah, how's it taste? Uh so they initially named their organization <laughs> the Anonymous Sexaholics <laughs> Celibate Church, which is an insane name for an organization like this. What was it? The Anonymous Sexholic Sexaholic Celibate Church. <laughs> Again, nothing before this has led me to believe that this is a particularly horny cult. All's good. Like all's Bonnie, good. Lou Nettles, and Apple White don't even fuck, and they're basically married at this point. Yeah. Um, I imagine they're not fucking, but they're, like, constantly edging themselves <laughs> or each other. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just keeping themselves perpetually oh, yeah. horny. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, but it soon became known as the Human Individual Metamorphosis. Uh, okay. Which is a better name, I guess. Apolite believed in the ancient uh, astronaut hypothesis, which claimed that extraterrestrials had visited humanity in the past and placed humans on Earth and would return to collect a select few. Oh, yeah. He often discussed extraterrestrials using phrases from Star Trek and stated that aliens communicated with him through the show. So, he thinks that Star Trek is real and the aliens there are definitely... Like, it's either, not, either that it's real or that it's being created by aliens to communicate with him. And people did believe this. By the mid-1970s, he attempted to avoid using the term uh, uh, religion, seeing it as an inferior to science. Uh, although he dismissed religion as unscientific, he sometimes emphasized that they needed faith in the aliens' ability to transform them. Hey, so, real quick. Yeah, what's up? I think this might be the most frustrating cult we've talked about. It's really <laughs> rough, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> I don't it's know so how fun. this fucking got anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's really a matter of the decade, though, isn't it? Because it like, is, but Alien like, Fever was like at its highest peak at this point. Yeah, because uh, this is what the seventies now. 
Yeah, and they're yeah, basically and... mixing that obsession with extraterrestrials with this new age religion that they're yeah the new age religion like all the cults that started popping up are believed to have been popping up it's it's ah it's crazy yeah it's rough i hate it too (laughs) it's like they really just landed on the sweet spot of getting a lot of people to i mean and like i'm gonna say this right now this isn't like to me this isn't like a manson thing where it, they didn't really believe in anything, and they just wanted to start a race war. To me, this is just... These people genu- genuinely believed in this. Like, I don't think these are grifters. Yeah. Um, and if you, like, I, I, I mean, would look have at the to fucking agree. pictures... Yeah, I would look. have to agree with that. And on top of that, I don't think they could grift if they wanted to, man. I mean, I they, fun- I mean they managed it, right? Like- yeah, but I mean, like, if it stemmed from something they didn't believe and wholeheartedly was just, like, made up from the get-go, I don't think they would have gotten anywhere. They oh, had I to have agree, that yeah. passionate belief. Because um, nobody's going to look into this man's eyes and be like, I will follow you everywhere for something <laughs> that... I, you don't believe <laughs> like yeah man it's so like you like, like if you look at him too that that uh, picture i sent you in color that's from one of his last broadcasts um because he was on tv for a bit love that yeah um and tell uh, evangelists without the evangelists literally uh and like he genuinely <sighs> looked like he genuinely believed this shit like he wasn't conning them out of money and in fact the the when it becomes the actual like cultish nature of it, there was no hierarchy. It what he wasn't making himself out to be some pope of a new religion. He truly did just paint himself as a messenger, and there were no other like clerical hierarchy in, in within the the cult. It was just a group of like minded sociopaths. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that'll yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> That'll fucking do it. Fuck, man. Um, in 1975... Hey, my uh, headache's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by 1975, Applewhite and Nettles had taken the names Bo and Peep. They had about 70 followers and saw themselves as shepherds tending a flock. Uh, Applewhite, Makes sense. Yeah, Applewhite believed that the... That. Uh, yeah, Bo and Peep is a good name. Their, their, their last name that they changed to is fucking great. So Applewhite believed that the uh, complete separation from earthly desires was a prerequisite of ascension to the next level and emphasized passengers in the New Testament in which Jesus spoke about forsaking worldly attachments. Members were consequently instructed to renounce friends, family, media, drugs, alcohol, jewelry, facial hair, and sexuality. Yeah. (laughs) I like facial hair. Yeah. (laughs) That rules. Mm-hmm. Not head hair, because obviously he doesn't want to shave his lovely uh, widow's peak. But uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean that widow's peak. Ooh, baby, that gets me peeking. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love a good? I feel old like I'm on peak? some DMT looking on that. Yeah, don't know what that means, but anyway, uh, <laughs> it by feels early... otherworldly. <laughs> <laughs> by early 1976, uh, Apple uh, White and Nettles had settled on the name Doe and T. And that's their last name. Okay, why? I do not know. <laughs> okay. It is, it is uh, a theory that I heard in the Heaven's Gate uh, documentary was that 
uh, Applewhite and Nettle's favorite movie was Sound of Music, and it was a reference to Do Re Mi. But that's literally it. <laughs> they I... made them. They made their followers watch that movie a lot. Apparently. <laughs> Like, any time that there was, like, a movie night, which, again, they had to, you know, renounce media as well, so... <laughs> but um, apparently they watched they watched Sound of Music a fucking lot. Okay, so they had to renounce media, but they watched Sound of Music, and he became <clears throat> a televangelist with the evangelist. Yes, 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 yes. Cool. Applewhite, Nettles, and their followers lived what religious scholar James Lewis describes as a quasi-nomadic lifestyle. They usually stayed at remote campgrounds and did not speak about their beliefs. I'm turning on my video so you can see my reaction. (laughs) Okay, cool. Love this. Oh, I love the microphone right in front of you, too. Yeah. Uh, In the late 1970s, the group received a large sum of money, possibly an inheritance of a member donation... uh, Sorry. Possibly... uh, an inheritance of a member, or donations of a follower's income. This capital was used to rent houses, initially in Denver and later in Dallas. Uh, Applewhite and Nettles had about 40 followers then, uh, and lived in two or three houses. The leaders usually had their own house. So at all times, Doe and T would normally have their own house to themselves, and their followers would be in the other two. Okay. Yeah. In 1982, Applewhite and Nettles allowed their disciples to call their families. Uh, They further relaxed their control in 1983, permitting their followers to visit relatives on Mother's Day, and they were only allowed short stays and were instructed to tell their families that they were studying computers at a monastery, which is fucking insane. What? Studying computers at a monastery. monastery. I know when I think monasteries, I think computer science. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah. classic. Yep. Yeah. All's good. All's good, Grayson. In 1983, Nettles had an eye surgically removed as a result of cancer, uh, diagnosed several years earlier. While Nettles lived two more years, dying in 1985, Applewhite told their followers that she had traveled to the next level because she had too much energy energy to remain on Earth, abandoning her body to make the journey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's interesting because one of the things that they emphasized was that getting to the next level did not require death. But you can still do it if you're dead, I guess. And that was one of a that was like a weird turning. It was like a pivot in their message uh, when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. After. After Nettle's death, uh, Applewhite also altered his view of ascension. Previously, he had taught the group that uh, uh, that the group would physically ascend from Earth, and the death uh, caused reincarnation. But her death, which left behind an unchanged corporeal body, forced him to say that ascension could be spiritual. He then concluded that her spirit had traveled to a spaceship and received a new body. That his followers and he would do the same. So that's that hard pivot where, like, they would physically do it, but suddenly it becomes spiritual. Uh, and that they would receive new bodies. Yeah. He emphasized... I'm loving oh, I'm this. You're loving this? You don't yeah. look like you're loving it. <laughs> Taz, you know yeah. what is a viscerally physical and spiritual um, uh, experience? Listening to our ads. Yeah, I guess. Ads! Ads! <laughs> 
Hey, Dice Goblins! What? Where are the goblins? Everywhere. They're listening to us right now. They're in our ears. Don't take my wax. Please. It's so precious to me to have the wax. Okay, wax goblin, dice goblins, whatever you need. You guys can visit thetabletopgameshop.com and use the code TANGENT to get 10% off your purchase for all the tabletop RPG games that you need. Oh, I love dice. Give me some of that. Changing from wax goblin to dice goblin? I, I'm both. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a goblin of many stripes. Okay. Any goblin of many stripes? You can, you can be a cup goblin, get some cool cups on that website. Again, that's code TANGENT, T-A-N-G-E-N-T, to get 10% off your purchase. Well, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, do you say pop that pussy or soda that pussy? Welcome back, everybody. Um, <laughs> today we post. That a was question. a tweet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a tweet. It's from. It's from at I am. I'm underscore your underscore density. So that was a tweet. I was just telling Taz. He, he shoved me into it. I didn't steal that joke. And we're posing that question to all of you. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Pop that pussy or soda that pussy? Indeed. Tweet at us at Tangent <laughs> Avenue, your answer. Tweet at us at Tangent Avenue and at I'm underscore your dens- <laughs> density. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, we don't have any questions this episode. So Ask us more know. questions, you fuck! Yeah. Uh, shoot us a question on our website, on any of our socials. Uh, shoot us a message or an at, um, whatever you want to ask us. Can be about the show, can be personal, can be anything, really. Um, can be intensely personal. Per- yeah, intensely. Deeply. Do I shave my butthole? I don't know. You'll have no, to ask you that don't. question. You don't. I can tell you right now that you don't. Because <laughs> um, Taz's cheeks are just too tight. Uh, you got anything you want to talk spread about? those bad boys to get a fucking shave in. Um, I don't know. This last couple weeks have just been a fresh hell, huh? Yeah. <laughs> for uh, sure. The kind of interesting, uh, and weirdly very progressive things that Biden has done in the early part of his presidency has been massively overwhelmed by the shitty things he has done in the last several weeks. Yeah. They're, they're planning on means testing the stimulus check, which suddenly means um, that their argument that the $1,400 stimulus check is uh, a finishing the job of the $600 one we got is no longer real because a lot of people are no longer going to get that, that you know, $1,400 if they make over 50 k a year, if, if that ends up being means tested. Yeah, yeah, because it was Republicans shooting for 50 and Democrats shooting for 75. Uh, and we all know Democrats have no spine. and they're So gonna it's going to be 50. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. insane. Like, they have the power. They <laughs> like, have the Senate and they have the White House. And the House. Don't they have House? Yeah. Yeah, they have the House. Yeah. So... They literally are just terrified of exercising any power, which generally, like, if it was Biden who was terrified of, you know, exercising power, I'd be like, great. 
because no one wants a president who deeply wants to, you know, do all of that. Yeah. But, oh, fuck, man. It's so rough. And, like, they're basing it off 2019 tax returns. Which is awful. And it's fucking nuts to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like they don't know what we made. Like, the yeah. IRS has it. <laughs> yeah. Tax season is literally just sending the IRS a guess. Like, they yeah. may as well send you a jar of fucking beads and be like hey guess how many beads are in this or else go to prison <laughs> <laughs> love that oh my god i mean like basing out 2019 is insane man because like they should sh they shouldn't means test it regardless but especially not based on a tax return based on how much money you were making before the pandemic yeah and also Definitely. 50k 50? Yeah. Why the fuck would... F like, I don't care if someone making 50k is getting 2,000 extra dollars from my tax benefits. Make it 120, I guess, if you have to. Yeah. Like, if you have to means test it, which you don't, but if you have to, make it a fucking three-digit decision. Like... Yeah. Oh, my God. Pretty much. There's I'm people fucking who, furious. There's families that make, like, make around 120k who are still in poverty yeah like my parents make a little under 100k yeah. generally and like well they don't they don't get it now because they're too wealthy <laughs> oh yeah yeah <sighs> yeah fuck democrats fuck republicans fuck them all yeah oh let's burn it down taz let's start a riot yeah, just you and me. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, we could riot. A two-man riot, you know? Yeah. Let's start a riot. Cool. Uh, anyway, do you have anything you want to talk about? I don't think so. I mean, Did I'm mostly just that... excited to start Tangent Tabletop, to be honest. I know, right? I, do you guys mind if we just change the show over to that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm really excited for it. That way um, I don't have to prep anything. I just have to be funny on the day. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think we've mentioned before, but I genuinely don't know because it's all a blur. Um, a <laughs> when blur, we release Tangent Tabletop, we'll be taking a, a short two week break on the main feed and posting Tabletop there uh, two episodes at a time. All four will be immediately available on Patreon, and then they will be releasing weekly. Uh, they'll be typically between an hour and an hour and a half long to kind of keep it, you know, consumable in one sitting. We'll hope so. It's, it's kind of difficult role, to know so. for sure. Uh, it's, it's difficult to know for sure when... Yeah. Um, it's D&D. Yeah, it's, it can go very long. Uh, if, yeah. And then we all just might die, too. So Yeah, who knows? Yeah. It's an actual play podcast, so. Oh, and we will actually be playing. Yeah, it's exciting. Anyway, hey, did you know Jesus was an alien? Yeah. Oh, all right, never mind. Uh, episode over. <laughs> 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 so, uh, Applewhite uh, emphasized that Jesus, um, who he believed to be an extraterrestrial, came to Earth, was killed, and bodily rose from the dead before being transported onto a spaceship, which is aces i wish that was part of every christian belief <laughs> uh yeah what's up 
Did you have a question or? Just an exclamation point. Okay. Um, you know that ahead. noise in your head when you see exclamation points? No, I don't. No. Oh. <laughs> it's like a. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Hey, stop that now. <laughs> no, like when you just see like three exclamation points and like no words, it's just. Yeah, like, so when I see three like... exclamation points, I... no, wrong. <laughs> when I see three exclamation points, like if, say here, I said, hi, John, with a period. That's how I'd read it. Hi, John. Yeah. If I saw three exclamation points, I would not think, hi, John. Mm. No, 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 no. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no words or anything. Just the exclamation okay. point. That just, no, that's not a sound then. That's yeah. just a sign. We're talking in hieroglyphics at that point, And there's yeah, and no goes, sound. <clears throat> no, fuck, stop it. I hate it. You suck for this. I'm sure somebody out there will really No, if anyone agrees with Taz, stop listening to the show. <laughs> Don't. I got you. I got you, fam. Applewhite told his followers that he had been left behind by Nettles because he still had more to learn. He felt that she occupied a higher spiritual role than he did. Makes he sense. Be he began identifying to her as the father and often referred to her with male pronouns. Okay. Which That's is kind of rad. Yeah. In the wake of Nettle's death, Applewhite became increasingly paranoid, fearing a conspiracy against his group. He feared the government raid on their home. Uh, he contended that most humans had been brainwashed by Lucifer, but that his followers could break free of this control. Uh, so who is Lucifer in this scenario? Is he an alien? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. He specifically cited sexual urges as the work of Lucifer. In addition, he stated that evil extraterrestrials who he referred to as Luciferians, thought to thwart his mission. They're the reptilians, for sure. Yeah. In October 1996, the group uh, rented a mansion in Rancho Santa Fe, California, which they called the Monastery. That Good. year, they recorded two video messages in which they offered their views, uh, viewers a last chance to evacuate Earth. So that is where that picture I sent you comes from. It's not uh, televangelist. It's just videos that they shot to get a last. Yeah, I would listen to that guy wholeheartedly if he told me a way to get off the earth. Oh, totally. I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, you know, those eyes. Yeah, those eyes, you can not see insane. he's looking. <laughs> he's looking somewhere that is. This not guy crazy. is looking past you, and what he's looking into is time itself. Yeah, absolutely. Around the same time, they learned that the approach of Comet Hale-Bopp. Applewhite now believed that Nettles was aboard a spaceship <laughs> trailing the comet and that she planned to rendezvous with him. Uh, he told his followers that the vessel would transport them to an Empyrean destination and that the government conspiracy was attempting to suppress the word of the craft. Okay. Yeah. Love that. On March 19th uh, and the 20th, 1997, Marshall Applewhite taped himself in Doe's, uh, taped himself in Doe's final exit. Uh, speaking of mass suicide and the only way to evacuate this earth. Applewhite has persuaded 38 followers to prepare for ritual suicide so their souls could board the supposed craft. Still no Jonestown, though. But honestly, I would listen to Jonestown before I'd listen to him, so it makes sense. That's fair, yeah. The fact that he only got, like, 30... 38? Yeah. 38 people? Uh, and I say only in comparison to Jonestown, is still a huge fucking feat. Like... I don't know how he'd convince anybody to do that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's really what belief is, though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, 
if you've heard half the Bible stories I've heard, like, <laughs> I mean, oh man, yeah. I was I went to Sunday school in Louisiana. Oh yeah. So I didn't realize you had any Christian background at all. Catholic, That's interesting. but yeah. Oh, so the worst kind. All right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, no priests touch me. Yeah, well, so, not when I'm, only when I'm not dressed up as one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You fulfill my fantasies, Daddy. Damn straight. <laughs> my to fantasies kill- of being touched when I was in first grade. <laughs> <laughs> Is that pedophilia? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Is that self-imposed pedophilia? That's self-imposed. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Let's not think about that. Yeah, let's uh, not. <laughs> instead, let's think about how they specifically killed themselves. Yeah. Uh, So to kill themselves, members took uh, phenobarbital mixed with applesauce or pudding and washed it down with vodka. (laughs) Additionally, they secured... Wait, what's... Yeah, go on. Apple White fed them applesauce. (laughs) All right, cool. Good joke. I'm glad you you stopped this No, it's not a joke. It's just... It's just uh-huh. funny to me. It just makes sense. So it's not a joke, but it is funny to you. <laughs> yeah, it's not a joke. It's just the circumstances. All right. Uh, additionally, they secured plastic bags around their heads after ingesting the mix to induce asphyxiation. Cool. So they're just cool. poisoning themselves, getting some appy slices, asphyxiating themselves, and fucking doing shots. Uh, uh All 39 were dressed in identical black uh, shirts and sweatpants. Brand new black and white Nike Decade athletic shoes and <laughs> armband <laughs> and armband. They needed new shoes to be aliens, man. Damn straight, baby. Uh, so, brand new black and white Nike Decades athletic shoes and mm. armband patches, reading "Heaven's Gate Away Team." Uh, Nothing of... vaguely Nazi about armband patches. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Actually, this shit. This I don't think there's anything weirdly Nazi-ish about this. I mean, I... it's still he, fucked up, but it's not the same fucked up. He definitely like, there's no looks racism like somebody who would have been like a Nazi, that. though. That's fair. Yeah, and he looks like if like a bad actor was playing Goebbels or something. <laughs> Goebbels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, that Heaven's Gate Away team was one of the many instances of the group's use of Star Trek's fictional universe's nomenclature, by the way, as long, along with, like, Beam Me Up was something that they used a lot. <laughs> beam Me Up, Daddy! Yeah. Now, Since Beam she... Me Up Father. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, she yeah, yeah. Ca- he called him her father. Him. I'm confused. Him. Uh... Each member had on their person a $5 bill and three quarters in the pockets. What? This was in in reference to Huck Finn, in which it stated that it costs $5.75 to ride the tail to a comet to heaven. What? Which, what the fuck, can we not ascribe capitalism to the afterlife? Oh. So they're really just crossing their metaphors here, right? Like, Huck Finn, Star Trek... I hate this, man. I hate it so much. Once a member was dead, a living member would arrange the bodies uh, by removing the plastic bag uh, from the person's head, followed by posing uh, the body so that it lay nearly uh, neatly in the own bed with faces and torsos covered by a square purple cloth for privacy. The identical clothing was used as a uniform for their mass suicide to represent unity, whilst the Nike Decades were chosen because the group uh, got a good deal on the shoes. <laughs> we need unity. And also, we have a good coupon. <laughs> yeah. 
Applewhite was also a fan of Nikes, uh, and therefore everyone was expected to wear and like Nikes within the group. <laughs> Heaven's Gate also had a saying within the group, just do it, which used Nike's uh, slogan, and they pronounced do as dough to reflect Applewhite's nickname. I knew you were gonna say just do it. Just do it. I hate my life. The 39 <laughs> adherents, uh, 21 women and 18 men between the ages of 26 and 72, are believed to have died in three groups over three successive days. With How the remaining... did the last one remove the bag over their head? Well, that's the thing. With remaining participants cleaning up after each prior group's death, the suicides occurred in groups of 15, 15, and 9 between approximately March 22nd and March 26th. Uh, Applewhite was the third to last member to die, and two people remained after him and were the only ones who would have uh, who would be found with bags uh, without bags over their heads and not having purple cloth to cover their top halves. So two people did not have that last moment. Oh. Yeah. They're missing their privacy. Yeah. Titties out. And yeah, so that's where we it's initially thought. Father. Yeah, that's where we initially thought this. A lot of this research, I had I'd watched the uh, Netflix, uh, sorry, the HBO Max documentary, but a lot of this research was done by our lovely good friend Abby, um, and she did a great work. And we thought that this was the last of the research that we would do, but then suddenly we found out that the Heaven's Gate phone number still worked. And Are basically, you gonna call them? no, I'm not. But you can call them and. Uh, surviving ex-members of it will call you to tell you that it, it's fake and, like, talk you out of joining cults. Oh. Yeah. We should set up an interview with one of them. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fuck uh, tweet, <laughs> tweet at us if you want us to set up an interview. No, I'm not going to interview people. <laughs> I'll I'll do it. You'll just right. sit here with me. Uh, no, I won't. I'll leave. <laughs> Wow. I don't support this. Uh, but yeah, I was so hoping it would be some weird fucking creepy voicemail and I was going to call him. And oh, yeah. I mean, hey, you can call him if you want to. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll see if Abby has the number. I'll Google it. All right. Holy shit. Hmm. Uh, new do not resuscitate orders imposed on COVID-19 patients with learning difficulties. That's from The Guardian. I'm sorry, what? Uh, do not resuscitate orders on COVID-19 patients with learning difficulties. From The Guardian. I think that might be England, by the way, not us. But I could be wrong. I, either way, not good. Yeah, not great. They're not my friends anymore. So their website's also still active. Oh, wow. But no, I can't find the number. Rip. Uh, all right. Well. Yeah. That was cool. That was good. Right? Ugh. Good episode to come back on, man. Get ready for seven more D&D episodes after this. <laughs> Dope. Donald Trump found not guilty at impeachment trial. That's sick. Love that. Knew it would happen, but still disappointed. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
we like to thank our lovely artist, Julia Marie Artistry. You can find her at Instagram.com slash Julia Marie Artistry for all of our artwork. She did the artwork for, of course, Tangent Avenue. She also did it for Tangent Tabletop, and we have some shirts on the way, too. We'd also like to thank Homesick Entertainment. You can find them at YouTube.com slash Homesick for doing our lovely intro, outro, and mid-roll, as well as our intro and outro for Tangent Tabletop. They are amazing people, and they are great at everything they do. That they are. Uh, and yeah, so uh, good news. Donald Trump is uh, not Innocent. Guilty. Of course Ooh. he is. He never did nothing wrong. Except inciting that coup. Who says crime boy? Yeah. It's innocent boy. It's innocent boy. Love to hear. <sighs> See you guys in the power hour. Yeah. Bye.